into the party wagon and hold on to your pizza. Hello, I'm so excited to be back. Hi. Professional as ever. So we have a very special guest joining us today. It's artist Farrell Pay with his uh, covers for TMNT Armageddon Game opening moves number one and two, the Armageddon Game issue number eight, and the series artist from 133 to 139. He's also worked on books, Joe Palooka, Skylanders, and one of my personal favorites, Strawberry Short- Shortcake. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Farrell. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not kidding. I'm a big strawberry shortcake fan. So, <laughs> hello everybody. Thanks, thanks for having me here. I'm really happy. I'm really excited to to share a little time with you guys. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Now, you've got some exciting work that uh, everyone's going crazy about, and uh, it caught a lot of people by storm, which is the uh, Stranger Things Ninja Turtles crossover. Are you sick of talking about this already? (laughs) No, it's actually my first time. (laughs) How can you be sick? The first issue isn't even out till till next week. Yeah, that's right. It comes out on the 11th, I believe. Eleventh, uh, twelfth, you know, next week. You yeah. know, time <laughs> is an illusion. It is, uh, but yeah, and and it's so funny because Pharaoh, you're joining this long tradition of turtles crossovers. I mean, we've seen the turtles who are just you know heroes in a half shell. They've crossed over with uh, Ghostbusters, um, Stan Sakai. They've yeah. crossed over with the as you know because you did some of the variants for it. They've done the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And now, Stranger Things, you know, and Street Fighters. There's three of these going on at the same time. I, I think Power Rangers just ended, mm-hmm. right? and you've got um, with Usagi Ojimbo. Yes, you've got with Street Fighter, and we're going to have another book on the shelves, which is the Stranger Things, which is right. amazing. So, so you know, you've worked and Pharaoh, you've worked with the Turtles. You know, you worked with them back on when you were working with Nickelodeon, and then you know you're back working with them now, but you're also doing Stranger Things. So um, in an interview, uh, your 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 writer, Cameron Chiddock, was talking about how he didn't remember how this origin started, but the second that it fell in his lap, he was like, like, were you just as excited when they're like, hey, do you want to draw this? Well, um, yeah, I was excited to continue continuing working with the turtles because that's what I really wanted. And mm. when my editors told me that they wanted to to have me to do this this crossover, um, mm-hmm. I was I was like, well, that's that's great. Uh, but and this is 
Well, I was kind of scared because I, I I actually don't like to to draw real people. Yeah, like, I was gonna ask you about that. So was that challenging? I, I was I was like um, nervous, but they, they told me that you don't they don't need to be real accurate with the actors with the real mm -hmm. actors. So that that gave me more more confidence and. Mm -hmm. I, I try to 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 draw like uh, uh, the 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 basics of each character. Mm -hmm. One is is real tall, and eleven is more like skinny and younger and short and mm -hmm. things like that. Okay. But, and the the real challenge with with the with the turtles with the style that we are going to to give to this to this these turtles the the mirage era. Right, yeah. because they told me we wanted the the the, the original designs. Uh, I was more familiar with the, the style of uh, the name. You're of, talking about the the cartoon show no, where they no, had different no, colors instead of all no, red. I, I I knew the comics, but I was more familiar with the the back to my my head and how is that this with oh yeah Michael Dooney. Michael Juni, yeah, yeah okay. I, I really like that that style, and I started mm, it's my favorite. Some, some sketch, <laughs> some sketches with, with that style, and my editor said, no, 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 more, more like the originals. Okay. The shorter, the the the, the and they they have to look more like a teenagers. Okay, the much older, okay. and a little more uh, skinny, mm -hmm. big big head. And right. we, it was, a, it was, a, um, I, I did several, several uh, sketches until we have the, the final look that we, we are like. Now, um, maybe about a year ago, we had seen a crossover action figures that had started showing up in stores where it was the, uh, stranger kids, uh, kids from stranger things and the Ninja Turtles. Did you have any hand in that creation? Mm, and it was weird because I I actually saw these these toys and when I started the comic I totally mm -hmm. forgot about them. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It doesn't look exactly like it, but they do have more of a mirage style to them. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's like that was kind of always the idea of going into. So yeah, that that was the the, the idea, but um, it was something I I miss it up and. Later, when when I started, and I, oh yes, the the, the toys and this 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 one and that they were talking about with me, and mm -hmm. it was easy from, from that point later. That's cool. So so when you were doing kind of research, you know, did you just kind of have like on one one table you had like you know um, Laird and Eastman's original run, and then. On the background, you had like season one, two, and three of Stranger Things, and you're just like you're going, you know, you're just basically doing that research. Was that hard for you to kind of find that middle ground where the styles meshed? Mm, well, it was they, they my editors gave me the uh, compendium, the the first Mirage mm -hmm. run of. of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Um, right. From that, I, I was com like taking the some some part of the styles. Mm -hmm. you know, my style in the in the ongoing series is is very right. different from, from this style. 
and I was I was making it's not exactly the same the same style, but right. I tried to to give something very similar. Okay, cool. I was I was thinking about what Drew was asking there, and you know it's it's a good point because when you think of how the humans looked in the Mirage books, they look very different than than kind of like a realistic style that I've mm-hmm. seen in in like the uh, the lead ups to the book. So I I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, that is a good question. Like, is April gonna look how she looks? Is Casey gonna look how they look? We don't even know if they're gonna be in the book because we haven't seen that mm-hmm. much. But you know, um, at least I don't know. But um, I, I am going to ask, did you hide any Easter eggs in there that the fans can find? Ooh, there's a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, he can't tell right. you that. <laughs> he, he, you know, he's yeah. probably signing an NDA. He can't, t- he can't say that. He wants to write more turtle books. Just, well, like, we're not asking about Sneaky plot. journalism right there. there. Yeah, we, we just want to know if they're there because when, when you know – like we we go through the the last Ronin book with uh, Ben Bishop, and I mean he hid Kevin and Peter, and he hid uh you know the the party wagon, and Kino was in it, you know, when the the mm-hmm. cast of aliens. So it's like you never know. So yeah. now if you know they're there, you'll look for them. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so your your uh, collaborator Cameron was talking about the character dynamics like how certain members of Stranger Things are paired with certain turtles, like Donatello paired with Dustin, uh, Will and Leo, for example. Uh, so, like, what was that like? You're you're channeling two characters, you know, who are somewhat similar. That, like, was finding that kind of energy, like, difficult? Or once you had, like, your vision, was that just... Like it just clicked because, uh, like again in the interview I read, you know your collaborator had just high praise that he was he was essentially shitting bricks until he saw your designs and he was like, okay, we're good, we got a comic, all right, he 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 got. It. Um, that's funny because um, when the 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 script is it was really good and it was easy for me to 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 make the making making work together uh-huh. the, the script is very clear and and the expressions and the it was it was easy for me thanks to to, to Cameron. right oh nice yeah so i think and, it was a, a, a good teamwork that he inspired with my my drawings and i, I inspired with, with his, his script I, I was i was wondering if they have similar facial expressions like can you do something with Donatello and Dustin, where they have a similar fra- face expression, or do you have to get as close as you can? It's it's more like um, I don't know. It's it's like no, it's it's, it's different because the turtles is from this style. They are not mm-hmm. very expressive. It, it's that's it's, that's yeah. something that really, is really hard for me because I, I have to to make it not not look. Every every all the time angry because <laughs> in the right it's, it's always with the with the that kind of oh, oh, mouth that is close so, and, and showing the tits. The, oh, the, yeah. Right. Yeah. So when when I was kind of thinking about how you have the turtles and then you have this idea of the upside down and that Stranger Things is a lot of inspiration in, in horror, Stephen King and whatnot. 
um, doing our research, we saw that you yourself are, are a bit of a, a horror fan. You know, um, some of your fan work, um, like Halloween Ends, there were some Ghostbusters. We saw you're a big Spawn fan. Same here. Um, you know, being a, are you uh, being what appears to be a, a horror fan? Um, was this kind of one of those, I, I don't know if dream come true kind of projects, but this was like, wow, this is really like, you know, you're, you're collaborate, you're collaborating in, you're basically kind of like working on your own personal horror movie. So what was the, you know, that like as what appears to be a horror fan? Um, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not actually a big horror fan <laughs> because okay. I'm, I like I like to draw that that kind of things and mm -hmm. the spawn the spawn on I, I like to make these tentacles and mm -hmm. it it was really it's, it's really really fun for me and I I really enjoy enjoy doing the drawing the demogorgons and yeah right all these kind of things and I love the toggles and yeah I mean. One of the biggest highlights when I was reading reading some of the preview pages was, you know, when you have the kids in the subway and they come across uh, demo dog mousers. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, that is the craziest, coolest crossover. And then you you match that that early layered. I don't know if it was layered or Eastman style. It's it's where I was like, wow, this is some. Yeah. These are some 1985 looking mousers, but they're yeah. so much more terrifying than I remember reading them when I was a kid in the 90s. So I was like, holy shit, that's genius. <laughs> like, so like that was, you know, I was like, I, man, I do have right. a question about mousers. Um, yes. Pharaoh, how would you destroy a mouser if a mouser's coming at you? Maybe like three mousers are coming at you. How would you take it out? <laughs> well, um, I. I think they they will take me out. <laughs> oh, they would take you. <laughs> oh, oh, he's not even gonna. He's gonna. Nope. He's yeah. an artist, not a fighter. He, no, he had a good run. Yeah. He, he will be remembered. <laughs> the, yeah. the royalties will pay for his funeral. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, we asked Eric Burnham, and I, I think he said he'd step on it. Something I, I forget what he said. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know. it, it sounds like Eric. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, when we were doing some of our research, uh, you know, kind of to deviate a little bit from the turtles just briefly, because um, I I've never read a strawberry shortcake in my life. But <laughs> I, uh, Justin said that you worked on the comic book adaptation for the, the movie Megamind. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, it was a long time, a long time ago. Um, mm hmm. It was on my was my, like first, my first gigs in the like my second gig in the in the comic industry and it was like something big. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was a, a lot of a lot of expectation for for this movie and but I think the the movie it, it have a competition with uh, is minions no the, the it probably yeah. was the yeah mm -hmm. minions. And I think that the minions uh, it, it went better with that Mega Mind. Uh, it was not the it's, the, it's the, got the a good story. I, I really like the, the, the yeah. 
But it was, like, it was really complicated uh, working with with DreamWorks and the all, all these big, big, big franchise, and I was it was really hard. So you know something that I can ask you then is that I myself have collected a couple of of movie adaptation comics, you know, over the years, and. Are you allowed to do anything different or are you as just essentially adapting the movie in like 40 to 60 pages? Because like I know that sometimes they allow like the artists or, or, or the, the writers to incorporate deleted scenes, you know, things that weren't able to be in the movie. Did you have like when you're working on adaptation where they it was just like adapt this? Take this one hour, 40 something minute movie, make it a comic. Or did they, was there any leeway? Like, no, I think it's different for, from different movie or different studios. Mm-hmm. Maybe that part that you say that, that they incorporate in the little scenes, the little, right. it's because mm-hmm. the, the, when the, the comic is, is, is in the process of making, the, mm-hmm. the movie is, isn't finished. And maybe that okay. scene is not cut it off, cut it off the, the final product. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different. It's different and in this case with the, with the DreamWorks. They were really, really uh, meticulous with the, the details, the colors. Right. And some, some things that didn't work in comics, like some, some colors from, from Megamind that they... They wanted this uh, specific tone of, of color with in the costume, right? And look all black, and well, we need something that make more contrast. And they yeah, it's it like Wolverine's that. hair for years. It has those blue highlights because it doesn't look good if it's all black, right? Yeah, you know the things that that don't tra- like you said, Pharaoh. The things that don't translate well from the page or to the state to the to the big screen or vice versa like there are always you know limits and certain things you know it's like the same thing with when you're adapting a comic it's hard to do thought bubbles you know narratively they make a lot of sense but you can't just have giant clouds pop up and highlight people's voices uh, well apparently um, you've never read an 80s x-men comic so, <laughs> yeah, right, sure. uh, Chris Claremont with the narrator yeah. and all that. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm just I, kidding. He. I've read. Me, I've read enough. Yeah. I've, I've I've read enough. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, but but speaking of Pharaoh, we also know that you're a big X Men fan. Uh, I believe yeah. Justin said, "Big Gambit fan you are." Um, oh. And are you excited? He's got Gambit's for, glove on. Looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's, he's, if he starts throwing playing cards, we'll know that he wants to. He, he the, the the interview is over. Um, <laughs> are you excited for the new series? Because I seem to recall one of your fan art was a uh, from the cartoon, the, the 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 one in the '90s. So with the sequel, I think coming out soon, right, Justin? Like August or October, something like that. Yeah, '97. Are you are you excited? Are you going to tune in? Or are you like some of the other fans? Like, no, no, we're good. We we had four seasons. We don't need more. We're we're fine. They had more than four. They had six. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. But I think it. I was excited when when they announced it, but now uh, it's like 
something like, okay, I want to, sh- to, to see it if, yeah, exactly. when, when it happens, but they took a long, a long time, but yeah, I, I want to, to see what, why they come for, from this, is, mm-hmm. uh, this cartoon, because it was my favorite. In, uh, yeah. I, I don't blame you. It, it's one of those things whenever somebody asks me personally, you know, besides Daredevil, who would you like to see the Turtles cross over with? And I say the X-Men from the cartoon series. It makes the most sense. It's, it's cool. the, the same, you know, uh, sort of stories and angles they can go in. They're all mutants. You know, it's yeah. it's right there. It's like you've got Beast and, you know, <laughs> that would be cool, right? And get you on that one? Totally. This was oh, man. Something like, I don't know. Well, it didn't happen yet. Yeah, why it hasn't happened yet is a, is a good, you know, but we're, we're getting hopefully more of these crossovers. It's happening. We've, we've got the Street Fighter and Usagi Ujimbo and all that. Um, the other one that, that seems pretty obvious to me, seeing as how uh, Stranger Things is a Dark Horse comic, would be Hellboy. You know, who, who they, I mean, he's crossed over with, with Savage Dragon before, who has crossed yeah. over with Turtles before, so... Mm-hmm. How about that? Would would you ever have an interest in doing a Hellboy crossover with the turtles? Um... Well, just in general, like you know, that's this. There's always tentacles in Hellboy, man. So uh, you can yeah. draw all the Lovecraftian and monsters cool, that you want. Cool would it you be know? to do it in this style, the same style from like the '84 Mirage Turtles, translated into Hellboy? That, oh, would, that would be really, be cool. really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because they've pretty... done they've done Kappa before, which is the uh, like the uh, the demon of uh, the river, I think, in Japan mm-hmm. you know, in, in Hellboy. But uh, yes, they I've have never seen. Yeah, they've done they've done anthropomorphic frogs too. So yes, yeah. uh, sea destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. So would you ever do some? Would you ever like if Dark Horse like, hey, do you want to do a, a Hellboy comic? You'd be like, sure, let's do it. Yeah, would be cool. Nice. That would be really cool. Now, I, I was a big fan of your run. Um, so issues 133 through 139, and mm-hmm. you're you're doing the Turtles while Armageddon games going on. Your covers were absolutely phenomenal. The, there's one, I think, that's more iconic than all of them, which is uh, Donatello and Nobody. And um, they're on, I forget which one that is. I don't know if it's 138 or, or whatever, but it is gorgeous. So it's, it's Donatello kind of standing there with his bow staff, and then Nobody is... Uh, is behind him and uh, she's got kind of like a black purple um like super suit think like iron man that is a gorgeous angel, cover no? it's angel. Uh, angel angel yeah yeah so yeah gorgeous cover i'm like wow this is like like i'm gonna hang that on my wall it's so <laughs> nice hopefully if you're doing shows you're, you're making those as prints because those are just outstanding and in the interior art i loved it because you got to play with like a lot of the the 10 cuts where they're doing like their Power Ranger hand things and Donatello's reversing gravity and you've got Dark Leo. I mean, not really since, since uh, you know, Mateus Santaluco have we really seen much Dark Leo. So you, you got to kind of sink into that. Was that a fun character for you or was he a pain in the neck? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I don't, I don't remember that I may, I draw the Dark Leo. I think this was it. That was more in the Armageddon game. Oh, that was in the Armageddon game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but in the, the last issue, the one through nine, yeah, I really enjoyed that. That issue was my my last. That was a really good one. issue. And uh, I, you know, 
I tried to do something different because uh, the first that I grew up was totally different. I don't know. I was I think we're very, very, very. Do you hear me? Uh, it broke up there for a second. What, you said something about the first issue? Yeah. In the first issue, that when, when I started drawing the turtles, I was really, really nervous. And with with the pass of the of the issues and I I feel like I was gaining confidence. And with the last issue I, I wanted to do something really, really special, special for me. And and the, the script of of Sophie it was really, really great and with the all, all these flashbacks and and I, I given this style more like a watercolor. Yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, Sophie's work. My, yeah, I, I really enjoy doing that. That final pages. Yeah, it's it's nice. It, it has almost kind of like a like a Japanese feel to it, almost like a little bit with that watercolor. And and um, I I like a lot of it. I think that uh, the colorist is using some great colors in there and. Um, it's, I, don't, I don't know if that's Rhonda Pattinson. I'm not sure who who is yeah, the colorist on the issue. Was it Rhonda? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using awesome stuff. And uh, it's just, it hits. And, and I mean, this is the last book before, you know, a, a new section, a new takeover by, by Gavin Smith. And so the whole tone changes. And uh, I can't wait. I mean, Armageddon Game just came out yesterday. I have to go get it so I could read it to find <laughs> out what happens. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're just at that point, but. I don't know how it ends. <laughs> you know, you do or don't. He does no, not. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> and he will not say anything more. <laughs> well, no, it's it's fine. I mean, I can I can read it. So you know, that's that's uh, the fun part for me. I yeah, I got my. Yeah, well, I, I like that. I like that. And that page book is. Um, I was working in digital all 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 the time, and mm-hmm. with that final pages, I I decided to to go back to making traditional way in, in paper and and that uh, I, I really missed must miss that part of the of the that's paper awesome and, inks. and, and now you can sell the original artwork yeah huh. that's, <laughs> that, that's, and that's that's huge the thing and i decided when i started with stranger things tnt to do it in traditional way too so all, all the comic is is making make in a traditional way only the screen tones dots are digital mm-hmm. that's so great that's awesome we've um I, I know they've they've alluded to a couple characters uh that are in there um are we allowed to ask you if splinters in it like is that uh is that something you can disclose at this point or justin <laughs> well i i was just curious you could say no so so probably mm-hmm. probably not okay can't um, ask that but i don't know Okay. Yeah. I was just curious because we haven't seen what he looks like and I'm super interested to see what your splinter looks like, but I I guess I can wait until next week. That is not a problem. So (laughs) I'm excited. And, and, you know, I was going to ask, so Pharaoh, you know, because I've always been curious about this because it's one thing when you're doing like the interiors, you know, you have, you know, six panels of work, you can fill it, whatever you have a script doing, but when you're doing a cover, is there like like do you 
like do you spend like some time sketching it out kind of waiting for that vision of what you think the cover should be do you get input from the creators on ideas uh, or do you just kind of wait for an image to be like that's it that's that's my cover that's what i'm going to draw like what what's the process there when you're creating like a combo cover um in the in the ongoing series of the of the dolls, they mm -hmm. they give me uh, this is going to happen in this issue. Okay. Uh, okay, and then that give me an, uh, some some ideas to, so I can work with. And okay. I make two three sketches and and send them to to the editors. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes they they like. Two and oh, I like, like this one for for this issue, uh, but this one is is good, so that that could work for the next issue too. And so oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, in the in and um, with the uh, Stranger Things crossover, and they give mm -hmm. me all the the freedom, so I can came with the ideas. They they give me what do you think we could do for the first cover. And right. For me, I I make I make uh, two more options for the the cover of the issue number one. Mm -hmm. uh, but the first the first image the idea I have it, that was the the one that they picked the, for for the cover. Like That's the great. Say, yeah. yeah. And we and we've seen that already, I believe, which is kind of like the split with the upside down turtles and right. the Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great cover, a absolutely. Uh, yeah. I I will say I did love that one, but I also love the one. I think it's Will and Donnie, and it looks like they're playing their their role playing game <laughs> and their characters in it. Story, I was yeah. like, man, that is just because they're play, uh, so, playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right? Yeah, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's just so weird because, you know, the story is taking place like in between, like, I believe uh, Cameron said it's like taking place between like season two and three. So they're still young ish, you know, shit hasn't gone completely horrible yet, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's got pretty bad. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God, they were so young. <laughs> and if you think of it, Drew, in that same time period, if it's taking place probably before issue, I don't know, eight or six or whatever of the barrage turtles right dead already right so it's like there's no point in asking if he's going to show up if he does like my top will blow i'll be like what because if this is the 1985 turtles it's like batman year one so that's that's why it's pretty interesting oh listen you know and anything's possible in the upside down justin <laughs> yeah you know like shit gets crazy up there that's why it's flipped upside down yeah yeah, no, I, I I know. I just I just rewatched the first season of of Stranger Things, so I, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, um, but kind of going back to to Turtles, but not necessarily Stranger Things. Um, were you a fan of Turtles growing up? What's your What's your kind of origin story? How did you get into the Turtles? Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the Turtles from from all the time. I. I remember the the first time I saw the turtles. It was the first movie. My mm -hmm. my dad take me take my, me and my my brothers to movies, and we see this this weirdest thing that <laughs> the turtles and 
it was awesome. I, I remember that after the movie, I, I when when I I was in my home, uh, the first thing that that I did is take a, a paper and drew Raphael. Oh, okay. Oh, that's it was cool. awesome for me. It was really awesome. And and later after after that, then then the the, the cartoon appears mm -hmm. in TV and. That Christmas, I I asked for all the toggles. Santa only only give me two. <laughs> <laughs> which, which two were your first? Uh, Raphael, um, Rocksteady. Oh, cool! No, Bebop, Bebop, Bebop. Yeah, but, I, I know but, you mentioned the Nintendo game too, the uh, Mutants uh, Manhattan. Yeah, I like I like the the, the turtles, but the the video games, but I I don't have it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't have, per, but but and the the one that I really really like is turtles in turtles in time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's that's probably considered to be the best one. The the new one, Shredder's Revenge. I was just playing it a little bit today. It's it's fun to just pick up and play for a little bit and good music all that that's good and so raf i'm guessing Raphael is your favorite yeah it's my favorite that's um, a point for you eric when you listen to this so my uh, my um my co-host eric when he's here we usually go back and forth of whose favorite turtle his favorite is raf my favorite is leo your favorite drew is oh um the the red one okay so Raphael. <laughs> so yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just funny because when he was telling the story i just remembered my mother for some reason did not like the turtles in my household she she was like she and i quote thought they were kind of dumb oh, and, I, and i found that to be no and i found that to be really funny because me being a kid like i was obsessed with ghostbusters like that was my jam like just like you i remember seeing that movie when i was a kid I watched the cartoon. I asked for a proton pack for Christmas. I got the proton pack. You know, I always I always kept trying to sneak it to school with me so I could just walk around and just be like, I got this, George Washington Elementary. If there is a ghost, junior Ghostbuster in the house, like, fuck y'all. Um, but, but, and I found that funny because my mom had no trouble with that, with street sharks, which are essentially kind of making fun of the turtles, like all these things. But the turtles is where she drew the line. She was like, no. <laughs> well, the street and sharks I, were endorsed by Vin Diesel. So it's true. He, he did. He did sell that. He did sell those toys and he did not once say family. And I was proud of him. Did, did your mom take you to see the uh, Ninja Turtles movie? Like, like, Fair no. no, again. Wow. The only reason that I have a Raphael figure, which is, promptly still shown on my dresser uh in my old room of all my action figures and things is i think to irritate my mother oh anytime boy. she goes in there to dust just so because and it's funny because i kind of baited a friend of mine to get me that for my birthday and i still had him and i was just like oh we're gonna put you right here as a nice reminder that where there is a will there is a way mom so suck it um oh, okay you know but you know, so so Farah, I, I i get how you feel like there like you just see that thing and you just run with it 
And, um, and even when I was finally able to go to cons as a Ghostbuster, it was the best. And it's funny because uh, when when I was seeing it, that you yourself, you've been to conventions. So you, you know, you've met people, done photos and whatnot. So you're kind of living that dream. You were a fan and now you're you're in the industry. So congrats. You made it, man. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who would be um, what would be besides the turtles, your your dream job? Like, is it is it Batman? Is it Spider-Man? Is it X-Men? I'm like, betting X-Men. The... Yeah, it's, it, it was X-Men for, for a long time. When, when I started in, in, in the industry of making comics and all this, uh, my, my final goal, it was the, the Marvel and, and doing X-Men. And, but with the time, I, I, always, I, I, I always make uh, made in the, the samples for Marvel. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in my free time, I always uh, was drawing Ninja Turtles. <laughs> nice. So I, I decided that well maybe I, I really want to do the turtles and, and start started to, to to follow that 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 thing and started to, to to send samples to Tom Waltz and and to Kevin Eastman Mm-hmm. To see how 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 can can I be part of this because I really really love the turtles and I just wanted to do some one variant cover and I was I I was with that I I will be happy right I was really really lucky to to be picked to did to, did you get a chance have you got a chance to meet either Kevin or Peter. And just kind of like shake their hand and just be like, "Well, oh, I'm never washing this. This is <laughs> the best day ever." Um, no, just because I, I I know Kevin is at a lot of cons, and a lot of people like uh, my uh, co-host who asked me here had told me he's a delightful person. Oh, um, I am economically challenged, so I cannot afford all the autographs I want to get mm-hmm. uh, from him. Um, I don't know if Peter does cons, but I imagine he's delightful. So, um, like, did he's, you have you got a chance? Basically, so Peter, that's that's what I'm told. So, yeah. So, have you have you been able to meet them, or I don't know, just in general, have you met like other turtles collaborators? I mean, you worked with um, in the book, you work with Tom Waltz. You know, do you just like sit down and you're like, wow, I'm in the room with these people. Like, I made it. I'm part of the world. Like, go me. <laughs> No, I, I just met uh, Kevin Eastman in a, a convention in, in Mexico. Oh, cool! And when they announced that, that Kevin will be there, and I have to, I have to be there. Oh yeah, uh, and I bet you were first in line. I met, I met, I met him, but it was really quick, and I was really nervous. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sh- I showed some of my work, and I want to work in something with the turtles. Oh, okay, okay, and he, he take my, my, took my portfolio. I even some mm-hmm. some copies of my work. Uh, oh wow! Uh, he 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 gave me one print, and oh yeah, you you give me something, I give you something. He signed it. Wow, that's great. Yeah, really really good. But I was really nervous, and I feel that it was real really quick. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's to totally cool. Chat in and. Uh, but I, I expect that the have some time in the Comic Con. I will go this in a few weeks. Yeah. 
to San Diego Comic Con and he will be there and sí. we yeah. with Tom Waltz and meet with the other team of the Turtles that making the comics. So speak speaking of the Turtles, you know, we have a new Turtle movie coming out, the one that Seth Rogen is is working on, which I'm not going to lie, it looks pretty cool. I, I'm I, not going to lie yeah. there. <laughs> um, the turtles just—they always like I—I I, I hate to say it, I feel like turtles will never die. You know, there's always a—you know—it's it, crazy. Like, there's always new stories to tell. There's always different variations. You know, I mean, I never thought we'd have so many different versions of Shredder, but here we are. <laughs> so, um, do do you have like I know you said that you know you growing up you enjoyed you know, the movie turtles. And then there was also the cartoon turtles. Um, and you also worked at Nickelodeon in one of those, like, do you have a favorite, like, how do I say this? Do you have a favorite time era turtle? Like, good question. Uh, I think the, the first movies, uh, I'm a, my, my turtles, that, that yeah. was my favorite. And, I I love all all the the all the things that 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 made well the cartoon of the two thousand the two thousand three oh the two thousand three yeah I think that was pretty good too oh yeah uh, but I I like everything that that can come from the turtles because maybe they are not for me but they right. for someone right. else and. and I, I I love that they're so so adaptable to yeah generations yeah. and for me that's great and I I really excited with this movie but mm -hmm. if, if it's not what I want I, I don't care because I, I yeah. don't, for someone else it will be good and mm -hmm. we continue making things so. <laughs> So what what about the last Ronin? Um, I I don't know. Did you get a chance to do a um, a variant cover for the last Ronin? Mm -mm. I, I I figured for the new one you'd be too busy doing the actual series and doing the covers and Stranger Things. So I figure Lost Years. There's no way. So did you did you get a chance to read the last Ronin? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the hardcover. Oh yeah, it was so beautiful good. book. Yeah, and I, I want the, the new the new book that with all these variant covers because there's a tons of good good art too. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. I I picked it up like the first day it came out. <laughs> I bought like two. No, 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 no. Just show him, Justin. Show him the statue. Oh, the statue. Okay. Show him the statue. No, you got to show you this, Pharaoh. You got to see this, man. This is this is like me. he had to take like a second mortgage out for oh, this thing. Wow. Look how beautiful that is. And then, and then, just to show you oh, the other yes. thing, um, I got the Jim Lawson turtles too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a new. Are those cool? Yeah. Supposedly, like the NECA stuff is supposed to be coming out everywhere internationally, so it's it's going to be available in in Canada and Mexico and England and all that. Like, like we'll see if it eventually gets there. But I I can't believe I walked in the store and there it was, and hundred and fifty dollars later. Like I wasn't gonna get it, you know. How it's like, just it's just green paper when you think about it. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. But so, fair. I have one question. Just back to your X Men. When you were thinking your X Men, do you go with like the classic '90s team, or do you do you have your own like ideal team of X Men that you you drew, or yeah, do you just yeah. like? 
Who's on your X Men team? In other words, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. question. I, I was I, I grew up with the blue team, the, the okay, sign and, and with the cartoon, the cartoon, right? It's mostly the same. But yeah, I w- when they make the comic that X Men ninety seven or nineties, I don't know. Yep. I really wanted to to draw that comic because that was good. That was a good book too. Yeah. I think uh, oh, Chris Sims, I think wrote that. So yeah, and um, it, it was it was interesting too because it was very humorous. Like it had a lot of comedy in it, and like you wouldn't have expected. Yeah. They fought Dracula. Uh, you know things, things like that. I actually have that that book. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I, I mean, fair. I hope one day you get to you get to do it, man. I, I would love to see that comic. I'm like, hey, I interviewed that guy. He made it. He's drawn <laughs> 22 pages of quality X Men, and look, they're all full of people. He did that too. Good go, man. Um, well, well, then then there's the obvious question too. Uh, just looking at some of the history that you've done. Um, who was your favorite Skylander to work on? You remember working on the Skylanders? Yeah, no, it, it was when I did this um, because I, I see that the, the research that you you do is is from mostly from IDW. And yeah, most of the IDW stuff. Yep. Yeah, when when I entered to IDW and I entered and I start working like, as a colorist. I. I colored the, the comic of Skylanders, just one issue. And mm-hmm. I really don't know anything about this. this okay, it was, <laughs> not so a was something like, <laughs> I mean, what is this? But it's, it's, yeah. it's a, a big gig, and right from from that, I, they 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 moved me to to Strawberry. Oh, yeah. so it was it was it was. I like it more, and I have to endorse yeah. that now. Now That's really why I enjoy know. my comics. I mean, b- between that and My Little Pony, my my kids were all about that. So, you know, that's that's the important. We're going on about, uh, you know, I don't know, was it plum pudding and orange, uh, oh, orange marmalade? You know, like all, all the fun ones. So, yeah. Up, so, speaking of kids, so like I said, when we're doing research, I saw photos of, of uh, that you had posted of, of you and your, your kid in the past, and I saw one photo. I think it was your kid playing with a Skeletor uh, yeah. at one point. And I was just like, and I saw that and you had like a, like a He-Man thing. And, and one of my co-hosts is a huge He-Man fan. Like he is just dying for a new series or, or a movie. Yeah, there to is one. Just a, basically a new comic. So it's a new comic. Well, yeah, but there you go. See, he was dying for it. Now he doesn't yeah. need to die. Um, so my question being is with that is, are you also a He-Man fan? And two, do the do your kids or did your kids just play with your toys, or did you actually get them their own toys? Uh, I I'm a fan of all the eighties characters: Thundercats, Silverhawks, He-Man, Brave Star, yeah, Joe, Brave Star, all the ones. Yeah, and yeah, that 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 picture is because and. Um, one one time uh, we was in, in the house of the, the grandpa house and, and they, mm-hmm. they they keep all my 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 toys from from the childhood no. and we okay. started researching and, and we 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 playing with with this 
It was nice. actually the, the separation of the of all the toys with my brother that this is yours, this is mine. I will put this to me. <laughs> and they play in a, a little time with, with, with the skeleton and now give it to me. Yeah, it's not for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't 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 touch my bebop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That was nice, but you're ruining the collecting value. Okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. Back, yeah, back I have this I have this this uh, I this Oh, I brought this. Uh, oh yeah. wow! Nice. That's awesome. And my my little sis, my little daughter. Daddy, why did you open open it? In the, <laughs> you no no no. That way, but but li- look at him. He wants to to go out because he has. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. But you know that's why you have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's great, and and I mean you, you get some inspiration from that. Um, so with with Stranger Things coming up and all that, do you have a plan for what's coming next? Are you doing any creator owned stuff? Um, are are you putting out any books on your own? Like what what do you have planned for the future? If you can talk about it. Mm, for me, I, I want to to continue and working with the turtles. I, I have my my own stories. I I have this. One comic that I that I not created, but I am the the artist and Mexican comic that I really am the artist too. Um, cool. But for me, it, keep working on the tortoise is is a dream come true. So I that's my my goal now. That's Watch awesome. This. Yeah. Maybe go back to the to the main 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 title and. Continue to continue working, and I, I would like to to draw something for Spawn too. A cover, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's enough Spawn titles, right? Isn't there like three Spawn yeah. books? There's like three, four. There's always there's always another Spawn. So, you know, being a, a big Spawn fan myself, you know, seriously, the you know, I, uh, just for the record, I don't want a Spawn Turtles uh, crossover because it'll go badly. For the turtles, so I, I don't want that crossover. <laughs> eh, listen, listen and we had Batman the first one. So yeah, I'm, we had Batman, and even that, I have mixed feelings. That was so, so, something. Something uh, funny is because uh, uh, a couple of years ago, I made a a, a drawing of Leo fighting mm-hmm. against, uh, against uh, Violator. Oh no! Oh, kidding. Wow, that's and funny. It was a lot of inspiration now drawing the Demogorgons to... to <laughs> oh, okay. Because they're, they're kind of similar. And, and I, I, oh, I made that drawing. And... I, I, I think what it is, is it's again, it's about finding a story that works for both characters. Fair, and, yeah. you know, the similar thing, um, uh, Pharaoh, is kind of the, the same issues I feel you and, and your collaborator uh ran across is that when you have two properties there's all these characters that you want to use and you 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 have to like set that limit you're like oh it'd be really cool if we had this and really you know but you you have to just be like no (laughs) we have this is what we're working with this is the story like you know you have to kind of separate your fanboy (laughs) from your creator and uh 
I think uh, I, I seem to recall that was one of the big challenges your 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 collaborator said that that he struggled with. So I kind of can only imagine you uh, in your work. You're like, yeah, that would be really cool, but I'm like, no. If we get Stranger Things Turtles too, maybe, but let, let's see how we do. Well, let, let's hope. Let's hope for a sequel to the book because I don't know. Obviously, no one here besides you knows how it's going to end. But let's hope that there's a sequel, and then we get some Eddie Munson action. You know, with Eddie playing guitar. You know, and yeah, with the turtles. Cool. You know, that would be but, awesome. That would be pretty cool. You know, or, or just like at least Eddie shows up. You know, we don't yeah. have to deal with Vecna. Whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Mind Flare working with uh, Krang. Oh well, God. You know, that would be crazy. No, whoa, whoa, no, we're not, we're not going down that rabbit hole. We're good. We're going to stop. But there, there is one thing I did want to bring up, um, Barrow, is that I, I saw your Instagram. I was doing, you know, the research and whatnot. I loved the piece you did from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh yeah. Um, I loved that movie as well. So I thought you just had that nice uh, thing. And I'm, and I, they, they just said that they finished filming the second one firehouse yeah so hopefully some more art from you from that from that one if you if you like it as much as we're all hoping it's going to be good yeah but uh, i i i really i really love to to make some fan art but maybe i i have some more time to do it but if it's something really good i can resist it resist it and i have to to do a uh, picture, a uh, drawing, on that, I get it. Movie, yeah. And your videos are great too. Uh, everyone here should check out your uh, YouTube page. I was I was looking at it, and um, you had a recreation of the original Ninja Turtles cover with some ACDC music in the back. That was outstanding. Some really yeah. really good production quality on that video. Uh, I watched like six uh, of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, they took me a lot of time to edit off because uh, they're like i don't know eight eight hours and i have to, to put yeah, it time in, lapse uh, it. yeah it, it, was, it was really complicated and i have to to decide but, to if i continue or i continue drawing <laughs> you know, I, you know and, and that's the thing i always like to bring up to people when people like kind of get mad when artists charge a certain amount for a print or a sketch. I'm like, it took them a long time to do this. <laughs> they have a right to do that. They can charge whatever they want. They spent days working on this. So you all shut up and hand them their money. Go. You know? That's, but, that's, uh, that's how it goes. And, you know, if you want something that's going to be extravagant with more characters, it's going to cost more. Right, exactly. All that kind of thing. And, like, you know, no, you no, should be paid for your time. Absolutely. But you don't understand, Justin. Literally, their idea is you pay that man 50 bucks, he gives you a full rap cover. Yeah, that's and I'm not, like, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. No, 50 bucks can't even get you a movie ticket. Calm down. Let's back <laughs> up. You know, but, um, Pharaoh, thank you so much for, for joining us uh, today. It's been really great uh, talking to you. Um, well, we, I, do, we do have one final thing we haven't asked him yet. Oh, sh right. I'm sorry. I forgot. My bad. Um, sorry, sorry. Justin, what, what is your favorite topping? That you put on pizza. Whoa! I, I would say pineapple. I always like the um, 
with with pepperoni, but um, I like to with uh, mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, that's my okay. Favorite. Okay, pepperoni cool. Mushrooms. Uh, do you would you eat pineapple on pizza or would you not? Come on, Pharaoh, don't do this. I can eat it, but I I not support it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's okay. So that's, that's rooting for you, man. Diplomatic <laughs> answer. So we'll put that in the no column. So all right. <laughs> Okay, right. cool. Because I was rooting for you, man. I was like, "Come on, Again, don't go down that road." Aaron, that's another point for you. So you know, well, uh, he'll be back from vacation, and and he'll come in and be like, "So Pharaoh doesn't like pineapple, and he likes Raphael," and he'll be like, "Thanks." <laughs> well, it's all good. Listen, he he did his Stranger Thing research. They had that whole scene about, "Oh, Mike, hey, have some pineapple pizza." Oh, it's I really had, good. I'm like, I had the Stranger Things pineapple pizza, and it was fine. It was delicious. So. All right, cool. So before we get into that battle, Pharaoh, as I was saying before, thank you so much for joining. We really appreciate you taking the time. This has been great. Um, honestly, I don't know how many issues the book will be, but I really hope you get good sales for however many issues it is. Uh, then correct me if I'm wrong. Just an, at least five, right? Is it yeah, five or six? Or four, four. Oh, four issues. Four, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, I, the first book is out next week, uh, July 11th, July 12th. And uh, seriously, all the best of success to you, you and all your c collaborators on it. It sounds like a really fun project. And I'm I'm actually really excited to to get my own copy and be like supporting local, supporting the artists. Oh, yeah. Got to get that man to his X-Men goals. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to a bunch of my friends, and they are going to get every cover that they can get a hold of. I know uh, I, I was looking at uh, Joel Zar collectibles earlier. He had some that were up, and big shout-out to Joel Zar. Um, congrats on the baby. So, But like other, other than that, um, I mean, I, I know I'm going to buy multiple covers of it, and I'm going to read it probably digitally. So mm -hmm. I totally will. <laughs> yeah, and... Thank you because um, I, I was like nervous that the people and uh, doesn't like the, this crossover. And when first first they announced the the Street Fighter GMT and there was a lot of hype there. Ah yeah yeah. But with the Stranger Things, I feel like and uh, some some people like ah no it's too much. Is is why they they are not match but. With the style and with the with all the work, I think that the people are actually like what they are seeing about this. Mm -hmm. The turtle started out in the '80s by being guests in other people's books, whether it was like Grimjack or whether they were in like Gobbledygook. So they mm -hmm. were Cerberus, you know. They were with, yeah. and I saw you did a, a Cerberus piece as well. Um, yeah. they, they were just always with other people even in their own series like eventually it's like oh this is radical and uh oh geez i, I forget her name you know um what what's his name the, the bad guy damage right mm -hmm. so it's like there's all kinds of of precedence for this like i i have the issue where they fought the viking heroes you know so it's this is a long it's history and tradition for the turtles and they're the perfect group to cross over i mean yeah you know, who knows? Maybe one day we'll get the turtles and the Silverhawks or, or Matt Tracker and Mask or My Little Pony. Who knows? You know? It's, yeah. Who knows? And they're the type of property that can make it work. Yes. They're, they're just as crazy. You'd be like, yeah, well, you know, well, we eat pizza and came from ooze. Oh, I well, live in a rainbow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's be exactly. friends. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, 
but it's like Pharaoh said, they're adaptable. Yeah. You know, and I think the other thing that just Heck, you know, Punisher said, crossed over with Archie, right? And yeah. And I think the important thing is, is just kind of keeping in mind that, that this book is, is non-canonical, you know, it, it, it take, it takes place, but it's its own thing. And the second, I think people really realize that detachment that you're telling your own story, but you're also paying homage both to the origin of mm-hmm. the turtles, but also to, you know, the continuing adventures of Stranger Things. And Stranger Things, there have been comics about them uh, throughout the Stranger Things timeline. Uh, yeah, you know, I think people will really just, you know. Accept it and go for your own. I mean, why not? Fill in some of the story gaps, too. Like, you actually get to see a little bit of Will interacting with Max, which, I mean, you know, other than them just being at each other's throats, you know, so. Yeah. So, hey, listen, again, look, looking forward to reading more and seriously can't wait to see what you and your, your collaborators do with it and, you know, keep on drawing, man. Yeah. What's the uh, best place for people to uh, either contact you or, or follow you? Where where do you like them to to go? Mm, I think the, the Instagram or Facebook. Instagram uh, or Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, and we'll we'll share I, that I'm in not, the show I'm notes. I'm very good with social media because I, I just share my things, but sometimes I have a, a lot of messaging and. Yeah, well, we're not going to tell him to send yeah. you a message. <laughs> Guys, he's closed yeah, so on commissions yeah. right now. He's busy. Yeah. So it's like, but go follow him. Go check out the artwork. Go check out his YouTube. And, and I'll have I'll have a link to everything. I think it's like at Feral Pay, you know, um, and, and you could uh, check that out. Like, take a look at his Gambit art. Take a look at yeah. you know, the, the cool stuff that he has on there that, that we have. And um, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you to my uh, guest host, Mr. Drew Malo. And um, for everybody listening, you know, um, thanks and uh, stay tuned for our pizza recipe of the week. It's pizza time. And now in a segment that we call pizza time, where we discuss any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or pizza related food, I give you pizza time. What better way to celebrate the Stranger Things crossover than with a Stranger Things experiment with Donnie's Chalk Tato Chip Experiment? Donnie's always in the lab, tinkering away until he comes up with something excellently unexpected. With this experiment, he learned that melted chocolate and potato chips are a match made in pizza heaven. One is smooth, the other one is salty. Together, they make one powerful team. This makes one 12-inch pizza. Ingredients. Cornmeal or flour for dusting. Extra virgin olive oil for greasing. One pound ball pizza dough, homemade or store-bought. One tablespoon of unsalted butter, melted. One half cup of chocolate hazelnut spread. You could use Nutella. One quarter cup M&Ms. One quarter cup dark or semi-sweet chocolate chips. One small bag of plain salted potato chips. If you want to lighten it up, you can use whole wheat pizza dough, or you can skip the M&Ms. Instructions. On a baking stone with a steel pizza peel, place your baking stone in the middle rack of the oven and preheat to 500 degrees Fahrenheit for at least 30 minutes. Dust a pizza peel or an inverted baking sheet with cornmeal or flour. On a baking sheet, preheat the oven to 500 degrees Fahrenheit with a rack in the middle position. Lightly coat the heavy-duty rimmed baking sheet with olive oil. Step 1. Stretch or roll the dough onto a 12-inch disc and place it on the prepared pizza peel or baking sheet. Use your fingers to make dimples all over the dough. This will prevent it from bubbling up in the oven. Step 2. Brush the dough with butter. 
Then shimmy it from the peel to the hot baking stone or transfer the baking sheet to the oven. Step three, bake until the crust is golden, about five to seven minutes on the baking stone, 10 to 12 minutes on the baking sheet. Step four, remove the crust from the oven. Step five, scoop the chocolate hazelnut spread onto the crust and smooth it out evenly using a spatula or the back of a spoon. Step six, top with M&Ms, chocolate chips, and potato chips and return to pizza to the oven. Step seven, bake for about two minutes until the chocolate just begins to melt. Then remove your pizza from the oven, slice and serve. This is your most experimental Donnie's Choctato Chip experiment. I can't think of a stranger thing. This is your pizza time. Cowabunga, dudes! Thank you for listening to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. This podcast has no affiliation with Eastman, Laird, Mirage Studios, IDW Studios, Archie Comics, or Nickelodeon Studios. This podcast is a member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Check out thedorkening.com for other podcasts. Epic Tales from the Sewers is recorded by Justin Cooper and Eric Will. Hello, intrepid listeners. This is the Generation Playlist Podcast, a podcast about music where we are your guides through a particular group or artist. We talk about the music, and then we make a customized playlist to share with you, our listeners. And you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts and find our playlists on Spotify. It took me 10 years to make the perfect man cave. And then we took it over. And we made it into the multiversal chamber. Then I started my own podcast. And we took that over too. And we're the co-host, the Multiverse Kids. Yeah, and I'm the dad, the geeky dad. And every week, we what? We review the movies, shows, and books. Games and toys. Yeah. And sometimes we even have a special guest. So, join us every week on the Geeky Dad Podcast. Hey, it's your man, Velvet J. Come join me and my co-hosts on our weekly journey through the world of comic books on the Splash Pages Comic Book Club Podcast. We'll explore new stories, even have guests like the Empress of the Bat, Legacy Athena Finger, voiceover artist Charlie Schlatter, actor Mitchell Whitfield, comic creators Joe St. Pierre and Tony Harris. Explore dork-related news and updates from the world of comics and collectibles. Where can you check us out? We are live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube or streaming on deaddorkradio.com or wherever you find your favorite dorkening podcast. <laughs> Greetings and Shabibans, we are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Redoctopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some, <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network, 
with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. It's there. And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome.